You are listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached at Central United Methodist Church in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to worship with us in person on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. or virtually through Zoom or Facebook on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit us at www.cumcballston.org. There you can learn more about our congregation and how we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Our scripture reading this morning is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the territory of Judea during the rule of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east, and we've come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests, the legal experts, and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search carefully for the child. When you've found him, report back to me so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went, and, and look, the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary, his mother, and falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chests and presented him with the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. May the word of God, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Jomer, for reading our text this morning. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These are the gifts that the Magi brought for Jesus. There's an old joke that this was the last time men were ever invited to a baby shower. I've seen variations on that. The, after the wise men left, the wiser women arrived bringing diapers, casseroles, and formula. <laughs> as unusual as those gifts from the Magi might seem to us, they might not have been as strange to Mary and Joseph. These were very valuable gifts that would have been entirely appropriate for royalty. Some actually look back on these gifts and they have read into them a symbolic representation of some aspect of Jesus's life. Whatever the symbolism or meaning, the point of the story is to signify to us that the Magi believed that the star was leading them to the place where the newborn king of Israel was staying. Their gifts reflected their desire to honor this king and offer their respect. The Magi bring gifts as an act of response to what God has done in this world. They saw the star and they followed it to find God in this world. They could see that the world was receiving an incredible gift from God. And their response to this gift from God was to bring gifts of their own. In the same way, each week in worship, 
when we give our tithes and offerings, we do so as a response to what God has given the world already. We may not give gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but we give our time, our talents, and our treasure, all as a response to what God has first given to us. But sometimes it might be hard to recognize the gifts of God, even though they are all around us. Sometimes life is challenging for whatever reason, financial hardship, health crisis, or simply besieged by depression that casts a pall over everyday life. In those moments, it might be hard to see the gifts of God and to be able to respond by giving our own gifts. One of the practices that I found useful over my spiritual life is the Ignatian prayer of examine. You ask yourself the question, where did I feel close to God today? And where did I feel far from God? There's all sorts of ways to get to those feelings. You could ask, where did I feel loved? And where did I feel unloved? Or where did I feel at peace? And where did I feel anxious or worried? But sometimes those questions might even feel too broad. We might benefit from a more focused way of seeking God's gifts in our life. Like the Magi, we are called to keep seeking Christ. And like the Magi, we might benefit from having a star to follow. During communion today, I'll invite those of you who are here in person to come forward and to select a star. They're all lined up on the communion rail. Thanks to Jeannie. I appreciate that. For those of you at home, we'll have a digital way for you to do that during communion. And for anyone that's listening on the podcast, you'll simply need to go to www.tinyurl.com slash starwords2023. You'll select a star word, whether you take a star home or you go online. And this word will be a gift for you. The word on the star is your gift today. And like the Magi, it is meant to be a star of guidance. Now, you might get a word you like and you might not. Reverend Donna Buell, a pastor in Minnesota, offers these words of wisdom about getting a star word. She wrote, you may find it's a word that fits you perfectly. If so, celebrate that and see how you can be more intentional about sharing your gift with the world. You may find it's a word that offers you encouragement or maybe the challenge you need. If so, receive that gift and let it shape you in the days and weeks and months ahead. You may find yourself resisting the word or even wanting to reject the word. If that is the case, I encourage you to sit with it for a while. Explore the source of your resistance. Be open to what this word may have to teach you. Live with your word. Reflect upon it. Journal about it. Talk about it with others. Share your thoughts with others in the church. Discover how this star word might shine its light on you and on your path moving closer to Christ in this coming year. We all are seeking to move closer to Christ. We seek his light and his love in our lives. 
We don't always see the star around us, but we can focus on what God is doing sometimes by a word. The wise ones saw the star in the east and they followed it. But many others saw that same star and they didn't know what to make of it. They didn't know to take actions. It was only the magi, the wise ones and those who journeyed with them who were willing to get up and move toward it. Your star word is only going to bring you meaning if you allow it, if you allow it to guide you. When I think of the Magi following, they had such faith. In the same way, we will hold our star words in front of us, not always knowing what it will teach us. But throughout the year, we can allow it to guide us and help shape our spirits as we move closer to Christ. There's all sorts of ways that you can keep this word before you. You could put it as a bookmark inside of your Bible or inside of a book that you read every day. You could put it in your wallet or tape it to the back of your phone case. You could find some other way to make it visible where you will see every single day. You might get a word like faith, and it might be a reminder of how important and vital it is to live our faith. Or you might get a word like reconciliation, and that could be more challenging. It could be a call to repair relationships. Whatever this star word is, it might take on different meanings over the next 12 months. The star words that we select today are a gift from God. It can be a way for us to focus on what God is doing in this world and in our lives a gift when we're sad, a gift when life is hectic, a gift when God feels close, and even when God feels far away. So whatever star word you get, may it be for you a way to continue to seek Christ, a star to follow as we all keep seeking him. Thanks be to God. Amen.